The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM. Good morning and assalamualaikum. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. It's Friday 3rd of March and the time is now 10 o'clock. Welcome to Mother's Planet, a show where there is always something to talk about in a productive and beneficial way. I'm your host Neelam and in today's show I'll be talking about the rise in the cost of living. Um, A much needed topic um, and a topic I'm sure many of us are facing. Uh, Now listeners, I just wanted to make everyone aware that today's show is actually being aired as a pre-record. So unfortunately I won't be taking any uh, messages or be able to respond to any messages But if you do have any questions or um, any suggestions or tips around today's topic, please do email the team at info at inspirefm.org and um, you can make it for the attention of Mother's Planet and inshallah I will do my best to respond. Uh, The show is still accessible via TuneIn through the Inspire FM webpage and also via... um, uh, the Inspire FM Facebook page as an audio uh, where you can leave comments um, or any questions on there and again I will do my best to uh, respond to you that way as well. Uh, we also have the Inspire FM app which is now downloadable on your phone on your smartphones and the show can also be heard uh, via your phone so you can actually listen to us from wherever in the world you are. Now, in today's show, as I mentioned, I'll be talking about the cost of living. Um, In recent months, uh, UK has been hit by the rising costs in our um, everyday essential items, such as food, um, energy around the house, um, transport um, and housing. Um, And this cost of living is actually affecting many people in in, in a number of ways and in different ways as well. So people are having to rethink about the way they spend their money and uh, especially when it comes to buying um, essential items. Um, As a result, uh, the UK is facing an all time high in poverty and people are struggling to cope not only with just putting food on the table and keeping the house warm, but also with their own mental mental well-being. Um, It's an emotional time for many um, where people are having to make uh, compromises and sacrifices um, and I personally, myself, hate going shopping at the moment. Um, every time I do go, um, there's a price rise in an in, in essential item um, and um, there's either a shortage of something or um, the price has gone up significantly and it's making it um, quite miserable to shop because, you know, when you set aside a budget um, of how much you want to spend in your shop and then you go into the supermarket with that budget in mind and you've got to spend a lot more, um, it doesn't make the shopping experience very nice. So um, shopping was always my hobby and I really enjoyed doing it. Um browsing and looking at deals or new items that come into the store Um, but now my shopping experience is quite dull Um, I just go in grab the essentials and rush out Um, the enjoyment of my shopping experience has been taken away and I'm not I'm sure I'm not alone in this I'm sure many many people um, across across the country are facing uh, a very similar dilemma and um, have probably you know move to shopping online so they don't have to see see the supermarkets the empty shelves um so yes i think a lot of people are um finding different ways of shopping and just using it as a job rather than someone like myself who used it as an enjoyment um so i've been doing some um research around today's topic and been speaking to many people uh friends family um people on my street, general public, and just getting some um, idea of how people are trying to get through this uh, difficult time without breaking the bank balance and um, and things that they're doing to help um, keep their mental state at bay. Because I guess in all of this, that's one of the key things we've got to consider how we are coping with our mental well-being as well. Um, this is just a period of time um, and it's uh, it's just something that we're going to have to 
see through for this time. Um, I, I know it's not forever. We've had fuel price in, increase shortage where the petrol stations and the queues for the petrol stations were horrendous and everyone was panicking. But, you know, now you can quite leisurely go into a petrol station and not think twice about about how or where the petrol's coming from, you know, um, and and so these things do pass, and it is just a stage, but it's how we cope with it. And I think the essential advice that I can give here is don't panic. Um, it's just a phase, and we've just got to ride this time through, and uh, look for alternatives. And um, so I am going to be sharing some uh, uh, note, uh, some suggestions and tips and ideas on this. So get grab a pen and you know make some notes. Um, some some may be applicable to you, and there there are some that may not be applicable to everyone as well. Uh, but these are suggestions that have been. Um, made from the market research that I've done around this topic. So have a pen to hand and inshallah jot down some ideas uh, that may help you and your family. Now I wanted to start with, I'm going to break it down into the essential living items that have um, increased. So one of the ones which is uh, the essential one for me is food. Um, uh, and food prices. Now, I wanted to start with food because um, firstly, because of the scare of tomato shortages that everyone is seeing across the town. Um, uh, lots of supermarkets are having empty shelves because um, crops aren't growing in the hotter countries because they haven't had the weather that we're usually used to. And so um, it's people going back to uh, stockpiling. Although, I find it very hard and I'm very curious to know how people would stockpile on tomatoes because it's um, quite a fluid um, uh, item. It's not something that you can stock up and store on your shelves um, after a week of it being out. Um, it does often mould or give up on us. So um, I, I don't see how tomatoes can ever run short because I don't think people would be really uh, stockpiling on them but it's you know taken me back to when we were in the pandemic and people were stockpiling on essential items like toilet paper um, uh, because they were led to believe that there was a shortage so we're sort of reliving this journey again where we are being led to believe that there's going to be an immense shortage in our um, in our uh, fruits and vegetables so people are, are panic buying again um, and it's interesting because not many people eat tomatoes so you know tomatoes is not a, a favoured food um, and so uh, I have it in my salads and that's the only thing I use tomatoes for I'm not a I don't like to roast them steam them or have them in the morning I'm, I just like to have it chopped up in a salad so that's the only way I eat my tomatoes um, I buy the tin tomatoes for my cooking so you know um, if that's an alternative for now if you are using fresh tomatoes in your cooking and you're finding it difficult to buy them or find them um, you use the alternatives that we do have available like the tin tomatoes um, and, and just see the time through um, for the meantime with that now, um, the other advice I wanted to offer around food was shopping around for better deals. So especially when it comes to our supermarket shops, we have to be a bit more savvy with the way we spend our money. Now, I, I used to stick to a particular supermarket and just get everything from there. But having had the time and gone into other supermarkets and tried some of the fruits and vegetables and seen the price differences, I have actually gone to... Um, different supermarkets and picked different brands alternative brands and and gone for that and I and I do find there's a big um difference especially with my shopping budget in the week so um you know you can look at substitutes for big brands um and you'll actually be really surprised how some of the basic graded items actually taste better than the high-end branded items so um, one of the ones I can say is uh, baked beans, you know, go do the research yourself. Um, if you are used to using top brand baked beans, try an alternative and you'll be surprised to see actually how there's very little difference. And um, uh, there's a huge difference when it comes to the price. So, you know, um, 
look at different brands, give it a go. You don't have to bulk buy, just try it out, buy, buy one or two items and see how the family take to it and um, look for alternatives. So do shop around for better deals. Um, and I know it, it involves, you have to then go to several supermarkets, but if you if you just say to yourself that I will get all my fruits and salads from here and I'll get all my dairy from there and I'll get my meat from here. If you actually plan your shopping, the experience will be much better because you know what you're getting from each supermarket and you will just go in and get those items and um, and and realise that you've actually saved quite a lot of money as well. Um, buy your fruits and vegetables in in bulk. So um, I don't think you can freeze tomatoes, um, uh, but I do tend to buy a lot of my... Um, some of my vegetables I have bought courgettes um, and onions and mushrooms and um, frozen these chopped them up and put them in freezer bags and frozen them and then you know you can use the amount that you need and uh, as much as you need as well without the worry that it's going to go off so I do highly recommend that that you buy your own fresh vegetables and then just wash them chop them up and freeze them as how you like especially things like courgettes I found that when I'm making um a curry and I just want a small amount of courgettes just to bulk it up or give it a bit of flavour I can just be picky and just pick some out of the freezer bag and then add it to the food rather than um, having a fresh one in the fridge and feeling obliged to use the whole courgette so um, yeah one thing I would advise here is um, check which fruits and vegetables uh, I think fruits you can pretty much do every even bananas you can freeze and actually frozen bananas is quite nice when it's mixed into milk. It's almost like a mini ice cream. So it's quite nice to have it that way. Um, but uh, be selective about some of the um, vegetables. Um, and one I can speak from experience is cabbage. Don't freeze your cabbage, especially the red cabbage. Um, I, I was under the illusion that that could be frozen. So I chopped it up and froze it. And when I took it out to defrost and eat it, you could smell this very strong, pungent, vinegary smell. And it was awful. So I had to throw it all away. So, yeah, don't make the same mistake I did. Just check which vegetables um, you can. But things like mushrooms and even onions can be frozen. Um, chopped onions, especially if you're like myself that cooks curries pretty much every day, um, having... Um, chopped onions ready frozen and ready to use save so much time with cooking as well because it's all diced up and ready to go you can chop up and freeze garlic as well so get your get buy garlic in bulk um you can uh, use a little blitzer mince the garlic and um, ice cube trays uh, just pop each little a heap of garlic in each um, garlic cube tray wrap it up with cling film freeze them once it's done you can pop each cube out and then just pop it into a bag and then keep that in the freezer um, and so you've got little cubes of garlic so whenever you need to um, use it in your cooking you've got a cube of garlic and you can add to your cooking um, this garlic so yeah garlic's a really good one to do and it's really handy for when making um, a curry um, and again with the um, onions it's really handy to make a quick omelette and the mushrooms as well so you've got onions and omelette there ready for um, onions and mushrooms there ready for your omelette so that's my advice there so yeah buy and freeze as much as you can um, label them and um, be sure to date them because often I think you have about a month six four to six weeks um usage time to use that all up um i think it varies on the rating of the freezer so again do your research around how long you can store these for um many supermarkets have loyalty cards so um use these loyalty cards or apps and use these to your benefit so make use of your vouchers points coupons make these work for you when you are out um uh, shopping uh, sometimes when you are shopping they'll print little coupons out save 18 pounds or 10 pounds off your next online shop if you spend over this much so do use those coupons and um 
do make use of them. Um, some supermarkets have also introduced post-lockdown an OAP shopping day where um, anyone um, over the age of 60 years old can actually get 10% off their shopping on fixed days of the week. So have a look around for signs on the supermarket windows or just pop in and ask some of the supermarkets if they are running such days and what days these run. So um, that's good to know. Um 10% uh, can go quite far when you've got a big shop to do. So maybe you can take your mum or dad with you and go and do a shop um, and save some money that way as well. Um, my next uh, suggestion is to bulk buy. Now, <laughs> it's a bit of a contradiction because earlier on in the conversation, I was saying stop panic buying and bulk buying. And, and now I'm saying um, bulk buy. But in the uh, uh, concept of when it comes to storing items that have no shelf life um, uh, and things like kitchen towel and toilet paper if you go to um, larger wholesalers and buy these things in bulk um, perhaps you could um, split the cost with a family member so you know if you go with your sibling if you go with a friend and say let's let's buy the kitchen paper in in bulk and we'll split the cost and split uh, split the supplies so that um it's making it lighter but it does help because buying these things at a wholesale price rather than going into the supermarket every week and topping up on your toilet paper and kitchen towel you are actually saving money when you buy it in bulk so um do look out for deals like that and i, I highly recommend them on the essential items that don't have expiry dates like the toilet paper kitchen towel soaps and shampoos um if you see a good deal um and you and you use these things regularly it's good to um stock up on them and, and it'll just prevent you having to go out every month uh to go and buy these items because you have them so uh, make use of these offers um and make your money go further um also as i mentioned wholesalers and warehouses sell bulk buy items on tinned food and uh, again these are better to buy and store as well and uh, as i said share these with your family you can split the cost um and um it'll help and ease the overall uh, cost of spending and shopping um second uh, the next advice around food is planning your meals so if you are, have planned your meals you know the kind of food that you will be needing the kind of shopping that you'll need to go and do um and um the food items that you'll need so if you have these plans you will buy food accordingly and minimize the waste of this food or fresh food going off um, knowing what you are cooking can also help you buy the food you need and not the food that you think you need. Um, we always are under this illusion that we think, actually, if I buy this, maybe at some point in the week, I might feel like making a ravioli or a, um, something. And we, we try and get a bit experimental, but it doesn't happen and it just ends up molding in the fridge but if you have planned your meals and you do have it written on your list for Wednesday, you're going to be making um, a vegetable casserole, then that's what you need to go and get vegetables to make that casserole. So it's just it's just being a bit more organized and knowing what you need and um, minimizing the things that we have that will potentially go to waste. Um, another one uh, I wanted to recommend was buying a filter jug instead of bottled water. Now, while bottled water for some works because um, you need it to give to your children when they go to school, again, you can get those glass bottles which are fully safe to use. Um, you can wash them out, refill them and store water in them. And, and it's actually more better when it's stored in glass bottles than it is in the plastic bottles. So, you know, um, be wise about how we are um, providing water to our children when it comes to school I understand that a lot of schools uh, are quite strict with the type of bottles we send in um, glass I know is uh, not accepted in schools because purely pure uh, for the safety and hazard reasons around it but you can get the metal um, bottles which again keeps the water um, at a cool temperature as well and um, is is more efficient than um, having bottled water. So buy a filter jug. Um, but this will also, um, excuse me, help you monitor how much water is actually being consumed. 
one of my pet hates about plastic bottles is if I have them in the house and um, my children will just come. I've actually got a system now where they have to label their names on the bottle so we know whose water bottle it is. So they have to finish it uh, because unnamed bottles, I often end up feeding the plants. I try not to waste the bottle, but unnamed bottles or bottles that have been left out for too long or you're not sure how long these water bottles have been left out for tend to just go to watering my plants so I'm not actually quite sure how much water we as a family are consuming whereas if I uh, if you have a filter jug um you will see that you are filling up the water jug several times in the day and water is being consumed. So it's just a bit more better. I mean, the bottles are really good for when you're out the house. Um, and again, it's a good thing to have because this will stop you from buying water or drinks when you're out because you've got your own bottled water with you. So you're saving money. So don't totally eliminate buying bottled water, but just... um think about it when you're in the house um an alternative way of doing that is having filtered water from these filtered jugs and one of my favorite ones uh, that i want to suggest is investing in a good air fryer now uh, my top advice around air fryers is please be careful uh with the way uh, you are buying items online there's a lot of scams going around with air fryers being sold at ridiculous amounts of prices if you see something and it's really cheap, it often is, it's a scam. So just if it's too nice, it's a scam. Just don't fall for it. Um, I've heard some horrific stories of people falling for these scams and ending up having their um, bank hacked and, and money being taken, not just a single transaction, but on several occasions. So please be mindful about um, where you are buying these. Um, it's best to actually physically go into a shop and have a look at these items because um, they are quite expensive. And um, again, it's an essential item in the house. Um, it's good to have a look at the options available, the size, the capacity that's going to suit you and your family and the usage that you're going to make from it. My air fryer has been a godsend. I actually cannot remember the last time I um, fried anything in, in a, a wok full of oil. Um, I know Ramadan's coming up and we and we was stuck up on the oil and the uh, in the wok. But actually, you, you can survive on an air fryer because you can even air fry samosas, spring rolls, the essentials that people like to eat during Ramadan. Uh, so um, I highly recommend an air fryer because it's it's just it basically it's a compact oven that can cook the food in half the time an oven can. So you are essentially saving time, um, cooking time and also saving energy um, on the usage of your oven. So you are actually saving money on your energy bills uh, and most and above all, it's actually cooking food in a healthy way because you don't need oil. When you are air frying um, you with the samosas and spring rolls, I've just brushed oil on them, kept the oil very minimum and um, it's been fine and the foods taste nice and crispy and it tastes nicer when you know that it's not deep fried and you're just eating into oil. So um, yes, I, I highly recommend an air fryer because it's not only... Um, good for the time of it takes to cook food and again you can cook things from frozen so if you have frozen fish you can cook this from frozen um if you've marinated some chicken wrap it up in foil and again you can put these in the air fryers and cook them from frozen and um uh, your food is it can be ready in less than an hour um if it's cooked from frozen depending on what type of meat it is that you are cooking so yes an air fryer all the way um and again these come in different sizes and capacities uh, so see what works for your family um and what what size would be beneficial for yourselves um space in the kitchen is always a question for us women so also think about the space in the kitchen they can be some of them can be quite bulky but um the the there mm. are some really compact ones there and um really um good used ones now i'm conscious of the time because i know we are coming over to um the adverts shortly but i wanted to just throw out a few more 
um, advice around energy, saving energy. Uh, so energy is a huge one, um, especially with the uh, rise in the energy bills. Um, and uh, one key thing is switch off the lights. Um, sometimes we flick on the lights and don't forget to turn them off, especially when we go into a room in, in the later part of the evening where we turn lights on and um, we forget when we leave the room to turn those lights off. Um, my recommendation and suggestion here is to use lamps. You can get lamps with energy saving bulbs. You can also get um, lamps uh, that are connected to um, an internal Wi-Fi system. So you can turn them on and off from your phone. Um, so if you're not home, you can have these lights go on and off or, you know, you can um, if, you've, if you're upstairs and you forgot to turn a light off downstairs, you can probably do it from your phone as well. So, yes, listeners, we are now heading over um, to a break. So that's the first quick uh, tip that I've got in around energy. This is a pre-recorded show and you are tuned into Mother's Planet. Um, we are talking, I am talking about um, the cost of uh, living and the rise in prices and everything. I've been giving some tips and suggestions around things that we can do to help um, ease this difficult time. Um, and I've so far, I've talked about food and the ways that we can um, spend our money a bit more savvily um, so that we are making um, savings on the way we spend. But for now, stay tuned. We're just off to a short commercial break. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum. This is Atif Nawaz. Listen to Inspire FM shows in your time by heading over to inspirefm.org or listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Good morning and assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Mother's Planet. It's Friday, 3rd of March. You are tuned into Inspire FM 105.1 FM. And the time is now just gone 10.30. I'm your host, Neelam, and today I am talking about ways of um, coping better with the cost of um, living. Uh, things are going on the rise at the moment, and UK is facing one of its all-time highest where um, things like essentials are um, being um, going up by the week um, and so uh, at the early part of the show I talked about how um, we can help ourselves with uh, food so I'm hoping um, everyone jotted down some good um, notes around food. I moved over to energy now um, again listeners I just want to make you aware that this is a pre-record so any questions or any suggestions you have around today's topic um, please do um, email it into info at inspirefm.org and um, make it for the attention of Mother's Planet or you can um, leave your comments and suggestions on the audio Facebook part of the show and um, I will do my best to get back to anyone that has any questions around today's topic. So I've talked about food and the things we can do to um, uh, make our money go further uh, now I wanted to talk about energy um, and I've talked about using lamps instead of main light switches um, uh, because this can minimise the cost, making sure we are turning lights off. Um, I always say this and everyone's like, yeah, of course we do. But so many times I've come upstairs in my house and the lights are all on and the kids are downstairs in one room and um uh, yeah, I do question why all the lights are on upstairs. So, yes, make sure we are making our children aware of this as well. And one thing I didn't know, which actually I've learned and in the night I find myself going around is doing now, is turning off plug switches. Now, I was speaking to... Um, a well-known electrical company um, and she was telling me that actually when you have a socket on and even though you're not using the item the fact that the switch is on it's feeding electricity through that so while the the kettle might not be boiling the kettle is feeding off electricity while the phone is not charging that charger is full of energy and is ready to charge so if you've got appliances and things that you're not using like kettles, kettles and toasters in the night while we sleep turn them off because this will stop any electrical supply and again reduce your energy bills um and uh yes you know um 
at night time we're not using any electrical things so do try and be conscious of this and turn them off and i'm sure you'll see a difference in your energy bills as well uh limit the use of um hair dryers as this uh, takes up a lot of energy now I, I, again this is something i didn't know um about after speaking to um this particular lady, she mentioned to me that kettles and hair dryers are one of the worst. So hair dryers, you can limit this. Um, and I have found that um, from, uh, I think these are readily available now, uh, you can buy microfiber towels that absorb wet hair. So it's it's literally like a turban wrap that you put your hair into. And um, you can leave it on for about 10, 15 minutes on wet, wet hair. And the microfiber towel actually absorbs the wetness from the hair. So when you take the towel off, your hair is actually drier and it's not dripping wet. So once you let it air dry, it will dry. So uh, if you are used to drying your hair with hair dryers, maybe you could try an alternative and a more environmentally friendly way of drying your hair, which is using this microfiber towel. Um, avoid flicking the kettle on and never actually making that cup of tea. Now I'm truly guilty of this because several times in the morning that kettle is flicked on and I never actually get around to making that cup of tea for myself so I am guilty of this and I do find myself not actually getting to drink that cup of tea until probably the end of the day when the kids have come back from school so try using a thermos flask for this now um this this is fantastic you can boil the kettle put the water in the thermos flask and this is hot water in a thermos flask and some of these thermoses can actually last up to 12 hours 8 to 12 hours so invest in a good one because if you've got that water boiled and ready whenever you feel like that cup of tea you can just take the water from the thermos and pour it into your cup and have a tea at the right temperature if you're like me that doesn't like it piping hot then um you'll get on very well with the thermos um so yes invest in a good one um uh looking at purchasing a dehumidifier dehumidifier uh, if you haven't heard of this, this is basically a device that collects excessive water uh, in the house and they are very cheap to run. I think uh, last time I read on one of them, it was about 7p an hour. Um, and this prevents damp walls and wet windows um, around the house. So if you do have a lot of damp or moisture in the house, um, investing in a dehumidifier is a really good idea because, again, this will minimise the damp um, and the wetness and the coldness in the house as well. So, again, you don't have to have the heating on so much. And one of my favourite things that the dehumidifiers do is actually, um, if you're like myself and the unpredictable weather that we're living in at the moment, and you dry clothes inside, I have um, drying racks that I set up at night and I just stick on all the clothes that I've washed. The dehumidifier actually, if it's just around in the same room, actually um, speeds up the drying process for these clothes uh, because it's, it's taking the moisture away from the air. So while you've got wet clothes on a drying rack and the air is getting filled with moisture, this dehumidifier is working super fast to um, help minimize the moisture in the air and dry those clothes a lot faster. So rather than those clothes staying on the rack for several days to dry, um, uh, you can actually um, do it at a speed that's um, very suitable. So yes, invest, look around for these again because they vary in size and again in price as well. See how you can accommodate, but I highly recommend they are very good and very efficient uh, around the house as well. Um, uh, one thing a lot of, um, speaking to a lot of um, my friends, I found that people are turning their heating on, blasting it very high and letting the heat um, rise and the house heat up very quickly. And then after a couple of hours, turning it off and saying, right, that's it. We're not going to have it on because we've got it. We've had it on for a couple of hours and it's at 26 degrees and the house is warm you're actually making your boiler work a lot harder by doing this. So um, 
an advice that was uh, offered here is keeping your heat at a constant temperature. So invest in a thermostat, a really good thermostat, which is connected to your boiler and fix the temperature of your home around 18 to 20 degrees. Now, place this thermostat in a well um well placed area in the house don't place it near a window don't place it near the cold areas of your house because if you do stick it to 18 to 20 degrees and the thermostat always reads 15 then again your boiler is just continuously going to be working hard to try and get the house up to even 18 degrees because you've misplaced it so be mindful about where you put your thermostat um, I always find that the hallway is quite good because it's warm. There's not much draft coming in there uh, from anywhere. So I keep my thermostat there and I do keep it set to 18 to 20 degrees. And it just keeps the house at that constant temperature and the heating's not on all day. Um, it will literally come on um, and probably be on for about half an hour and then flick off. And then if it drops any lower than 18, it'll come on flick on for uh, for about 20 minutes and drop off again and actually that's keeping the boiler um better as well running and it's also um much better on your energy because you're not allowing your boiler to work super hard to really steam to really heat up and heat the house so um my advice would be to just invest in a thermostat and set it at a at a 18 to 20 degrees is the recommended temperature in the current climate that we are having although I find that it's getting a little bit colder nowadays so um yes um that's one of the things that you can do there uh and it won't take uh the house doesn't it won't take that much long for the house to heat up because it's always at a constant temperature uh, another one is run your wash loads in the night as the energy cost is much cheaper so again you are saving money i do find that i um just so happen to be washing my washing at night because i forget to do it during the day i have the clothes in the washing machine but i have actually found um just from reading on the smart meters you'll even notice it yourself that it's more efficient to run um in the evening than it is during the day and uh as i mentioned before air drying clothes uh, on air um uh, drying racks um outside if it's anything like what the weather's been like it's very difficult to be drying clothes outside but for the moments of sunshine that we do have if you have a drying rack you can stick the clothes outside for just to let them air dry a little bit and then bring them in and uh, again that will speed up the drying process so if you avoid using your tumble dryer um, uh, try and make your money work better for you and um, alternative ways of drying our clothes as well fuel for the car this is a key one and when I when I read this one it made me laugh because I thought if this if everyone acted on this, I think it would make driving so much nicer in the in the town. Um, but yes, drive sensibly. Uh, essentially, if you want to save fuel on your car, what you have to do is drive sensibly. Um, driving at a constant speed rather than accelerating and speeding and then slowing down and then doing the same and getting your car to work much more. It's very similar to how we are with our boiler. Um, you will be using less fuel. So if you drive at a constant speed um, and uh, have less road rage and uh, overtaking cars, speeding, just if you drove sensibly, you'd actually have less visits to the petrol station. So, uh, yeah, that's all I can advise there. Just drive sensibly and um, you'll find that the fuel of your car is going further and the roads are nicer to drive on as well. So, yeah, there we go. Sit tight and hold on to whatever plan you are on with your energy providing dealer. It's really important, the next point, um, that people are not um, panicking and trying to fix their energy bills right now because you could be fixing it at a rate that's horrendous and then you're committed for the next couple of years for that. So sit tight and just hold on because things will change. I believe after April, things are going to change even more. Um, and uh, the financial situation, I'm I'm told that this is only up until next year, uh, until 
everything starts coming back to a steady again and then everything will be cheap again so let's hope but yes just be uh, mindful of your energy bill providers at the moment don't fix or commit into anything uh car share car share wherever you can um if you are traveling to the same place of work and you live near um uh, colleagues maybe perhaps you could drive to each other's homes and just jump into one car and take turns of who drives into work and car share so again you're reducing the uh petrol usage fuel of your car and um uh, car sharing is again keeping less flow of traffic out on the roads as well uh draft excluders uh, use them everywhere and anywhere possible in the home. Um, I always have a window open in my bathrooms um, and so there's always a little bit of draft coming through the doors. So I invested in a draft excluder and uh, this is it's just like a flat strip that slides under the door and it sits tight under the, um, the door rim and um, when you close the door it just stops any cold air from coming out of the door so you don't feel it when you're standing in the hallway or outside the toilet door um, and actually this has worked I found that um, I have a toilet downstairs in my hallway and um, that used to let a lot of draft in and out and putting one of those excluders there I found that actually there's minimum cold air um, and it's actually quite warm so they do work and so yeah stick them wherever you can you can get ones that you can put around window rims as well so if you have a window that lets a lot of draft in you can get um these little silicone tape things that you can just stick around windows so again making yourself um uh use lose let lose less heat there was too many l's there lose less heat in your um home so if you are warming it up you and you have this protection in the home you're losing less heat and um it will keep your house uh, nice and warm for you so invest in some good ones now for um your um uh for your mental well-being, um, I wanted to talk about things uh, that people have um, uh, tried to do now. Um, one of the ones that I find um, has really helped me, and um, I must try and share these on the Facebook pages, is um, is painting. Uh, and it's not me painting freehand pictures, but it's, it's number painting. I, I really thoroughly enjoy number painting. And um, you get given... Uh, a fixed number of paint palettes so you've got one to nine they're all varying in different colors and then you get given a picture a picture of your choice that you can buy so you can buy them of a monumental place I'm currently working on one which is um, my memory of Paris um, which is the Eiffel Tower um, I had a very good time with my family out in Paris so when I saw a painting of it and I thought if I can put this together myself it will oh, be more significant and have more value to it as well so I purchased it and I am currently working on it but it's really relaxing and I do find that um everyone says to me it's very fine and they're very small dots how do you have the patience but actually just painting like that takes me to another place and I, I forget where I am and uh when you see when you when you're actually doing it so close up you can't see how much progress you've made in your painting but when you sit back and you hold it at a distance and you see your picture you can actually see that you've you've done quite well and it's um looking really nice so um it's quite rewarding to see I have one on my hallway up already and I'm working on this one so I do uh recommend that find a hobby that you in, are interested in uh the other one that uh sister Shemizer introduced us all to in lockdown was the embroidery rings um making a pattern and just sitting down and doing some sewing um just some something mindfulness where it's keeping your mind at bis at bay and i think as mothers it's really important that we allow ourselves to have this time i love coming on the radio and talking and um speaking with you all and uh, connecting with my listeners because this is something i enjoy doing so uh, this is my my hobby as such but you know find an outlet that you enjoy um something that you enjoy doing um and uh 
and and engage in it and do it because as mothers we are guilty of not giving ourselves that time and it can be an awful time uh you know while our husbands are working super hard to you know keep the money afloat uh, and there are women out there that are doing the same and then running homes at the same time as well uh you need to have an outlet you need to have something that you can just say this is for me i'm taking that time out and i'm doing this um one of the ones that a lot of people on my street have started to do is going for regular walks um and I, I keep reminding myself about this one because I'm guilty of this. I don't walk enough and I keep saying to myself, I must and I should. Um, but I don't uh, walk enough. And I think it's really good for going out and walking uh, and clearing our minds and refreshing our thoughts. Um, and you can do it with friends. Um, you know, often uh, we like to meet up with our friends, see what everyone's doing, how everyone is. And we're trying to look of ways of meeting each other. Um, but actually, um, what we can do is ask a friend to meet us in a park and go for a walk and sit down and have a coffee from your thermos flask. You know, all these energy saving ideas that you could do. So, you know, you don't have to spend money uh, to be um, enjoying yourselves. And you don't always have to be eating out as well. So, you know... Um, the weather is hopefully picking up, inshallah, and um, with Ramadan around the corner, we need to sort of train ourselves to not keep our mind focused on cooking and cleaning and the food. We need to keep our minds focused on, on other things other than that. So, you know, our um, physical fitness, our mental well-being. So going for walks with friends is a, is a key one, is one that I highly recommend. And, you know, we don't have to always meet up at the homes so you can meet up at the home and then go for a walk you don't have to be sitting down um and another one um is a spiritual connection i'm always big on this and i like to remind ourselves especially with ramadan coming up so near that we need to connect spiritually and we need to work hard to connect spiritually as well um it's really important that you do that as well so uh, they're my tips there um, on uh, all the essential items that we have faced during this lockdown time and the difficulties that we are all facing as well. And I hope that listeners have found what I have shared this morning um, of benefit um, uh, and you've managed to take some notes. I wanted to mention um, an event that is taking place this weekend. Um, and this is um, a sisters only event. So there you go, sisters. If you are finding it hard to take time out for yourself or do something for yourself, maybe this is an event that you'd like to take part in. So it's being held this Saturday, 4th of March at Crescent Hall in Bury Park, Dunstable Road. The postcode is LU11EF. The event is run by Masjid Noor and it's an event specifically run for sisters and children um, under the age of 10 only. Um, there'll be many uh, charity stalls set up and uh, there is also some parking available as well. Um, all the proceeds and donations will be going towards um, the uh, disaster of Turkey and Syria appeal. So um, any money that is raised will be going towards a good cause. But again, it's an opportunity for sisters to get together and um, and connect and have their children have a good time as well. So do look out for that event that's happening this weekend. Um, I want to say thank you to everyone for tuning in uh, this morning and listening into the show. Again, if there is any questions around today's topic or any um, ideas that you have, um, then please do share it with me. Um, now, I wanted to end with an inspiration quote um, for, um, for today. And it's actually uh, something that I had um, uh, set aside, um, um, which is from the Quran, uh, because um, it's very important for us to uh, remember that with every hardship, there is ease. Um, and so we must remember that, that um, although we are facing a very difficult time with uh, the cost of living and things on the rise and everything uh, price within this hardship, there will be ease after it as well. 
So hope is um, is being able to see that there is light despite all of the darkness. So despite everything that we are facing right now, there is hope. So Jamal Mubarak to all the listeners and thank you again for tuning in. I hope that my suggestions will be of benefit to you all. I leave you with a very short nasheed that um, uh, is in link with this uh, uh, topic that I've discussed today. It's a new one by Khalid Sadiq and it's all about uh, the cost of living and um, I hope that you all enjoy it. Juman Barak and thank you for tuning in. Assalamu alaikum. The cost of living in the UK is rising and it's changing people's lives. At the moment I'm not putting my lights on in the evening once it gets dark. I go to bed night right and I wake up just bad things really are. I've got 20p to my name. I don't think no home I gonna survive for you this winter coming. Cost of living going up. I bring us faces down Tory they don't give a what Look how we living now Second that I pay the bills Swear they coming back around Kids at school without no meals Government still lacking now Open up my fridge and I don't know what I'ma eat Yeah plus I got three babies I don't know what I'ma feed I've been pulling on my lace and try to get back up on my feet Man if I these politicians I don't know how I would sleep Got these feelings in my throat I'm trying not to make a peep Don't wanna be ungrateful Know there's plenty on the street But these benefits ain't benefiting me No I can't see How I'm supposed to raise my family When they keep on cutting peas All over prayer Couple things I pray I make Make it through the week And them kids are going back to school Them shoes not they ain't cheap And them kids they ain't good bullying my baby Like how they bullying me I'ma cry to make this pee Even if that means they treating us like animals You see up in the cage They just want to increase inflation They don't want to increase the waste Ukraine and Russia beefing What's that gonna do with me? Now my bills are stopping up And what they spend me just to pay Now the wind is coming close You know I'm trying to keep that heat in Put two hoodies on Cause you know I can't touch the heat in The pressure keeps on creeping I ain't got no time for healing They giving us these leaders With no motion or no feeling And these kids are going to school Without no meals Now that ain't right Then they learn to rob and steal Cause they just trying to survive Depression and the poverty Is walking on the line Mess up on it's looking like the end of times Ever home, I'm trying to find But I'm out here on the streets Running K without a home Well, life's getting peak My forget about using up And there's no house for them to heat No support that they can see No community to reach oh, 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 oh. I've not had anything yeah. to eat And that's the cost of living That's crazy It's really hard If we're struggling How hell are the people Can't be at breaking points I've got three children to It's demoralising It's disheartening because I'm trying my best and it's only so much I can do. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefmluton.com.